1: 선택했다. Premium selection. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Do
2: you know what time it is?
0: Prime time. It's prime time.
2: Recently, a medical student attending a university in Seoul was discovered by his peers to be a previously convicted sex offender who was involved in a high-profile sexual harassment case five years ago and was subsequently jailed after being expelled from his previous university. This revelation triggered an uproar among many of his peers who had been unaware of his criminal background. So, we're going to try to find out more about this particular controversy. Also, learn more what can be done to better monitor and supervise high risk sex offenders. Uh, give us your thoughts. Text us to your mobile phone at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Kakao Talk message by adding TBS efm as a plus friend we have two great panelists uh, joining us here in the studio let me introduce them first from hankuk university of foreign studies our good friend law professor hwang Jong. wook professor hwang good to see you again thank you for joining us good evening henry and also joining us uh, senior researcher from korea women's development institute dr imi jung dr lee thank you very much for joining us hello Professor Huang, uh, you've been here for such a long time now. It feels like we've actually covered that it, uh, original case when it first uh, came up, that controversy over the five male students who went on the supposed MT, uh, had the uh, the female student there, um, the sexual molestation case that then ensued. And there was a lot of talk back and forth, and I'm sure we can go over that case in more detail later. But the particular school... Uh, The original school was Korea University. This other school uh, that had accepted this person as a medical student, um, what do we know so far? Do you think the, the, the school know for sure that this person was a convicted sex offender or was it simply a case of turning a blind eye and maybe just looking the other way?
1: Well it's slightly unclear based on the media reports um the student apparently went through the regular college entrance process again he actually retook the college entrance exam and unless there's some kind of official questionnaire that asks you about your prior criminal record in the in the process by by this school in question and you know he lied about it unless that has happened uh, i don't think uh, it doesn't appear that the school actually knew that he had this kind of criminal background
2: In essence, he went through in a, I guess, in a clean slate sort of way, right? Basically, I'm pretending I'm a uh, high school graduate, I'm going to go through starting from ground zero take the uh, sunung, go all the way up, uh, do all the other steps necessary and come in on sort of, I, I don't know if the intention is misleading or not, but if there is a questionnaire in the application that says, have you been collected, c- convicted of a felony or what have you, unless that wasn't there, you can't necessarily pinpoint the blame on the university itself.
1: Uh, that's as far as the media reports indicate that's as far as I know, that's right.
2: Dr. Lee, generally, do you believe universities as well as other institutions should tighten their screening procedures to prohibit sex offenders from entering them?
0: Yeah, it is a hard question. Uh, According to Act to Protect Children and Adolescents from the Sex Crimes, it is prohibited that the ex-convict of the sex offenders are not allowed to employ or work in the the primary kindergarten or primary or secondary schools. Or the child, or the adolescent-related facilities. But in this case, the, this one is not in the university for employment. He's there for his learning, so it's a bit hard one. so Yeah.
2: Okay, so it is a difficult case, um, and this is maybe sort of veering into a more philosophical arena, Professor Huang, but. This idea of redemption, right? And and uh, these sex offenders. I remember at the time of the case, the outrage was quite palpable, as you and I have probably discussed in the past when it came out. Uh, uh, these guys, or a lot of them, were considered sort of members of the so-called elite in society, uh, wealthy families, hired some very high-powered defense attorneys to defend them in that initial sexual harassment case, um, they did get convicted. And there was, of course, a very, very big public backlash uh, against not only the students themselves, but against the university and, and what have you. But again, the idea that maybe a person, no matter what heinous crime he's committed, deserves a second chance. Maybe if they show that they've I guess this the term repented for their sins and turned over a new leaf. All those cliches that you you can maybe allow them. Maybe he does have a passion to be a doctor and help people and and, and all of those good things. Is that something that is valid, you think, in this particular case?
1: Well, I suppose it's not a politically popular thing to say. You know, know, if you want to be looking tough on crimes, one easy thing to do is say say that, hey, we are going to be really tough against sex offenders and sex predators. That's a very easy position to take. On the other hand, if you think about it in a more practical sense – you know, there are a lot of sex offenders and predators out there, and are we going to then isolate them from the rest of the society for forever? I mean, does that make sense in terms of criminal justice? And I think the clear answer is no. So at some point we have to strike a balance between, yes, there's some recidiv- recidivism uh, danger coming from the sex offenders, but on the other hand, you know, we uh, our criminal system should not be just uh, looked upon as a way to, a way of, a uh, uh, means of a revenge, but also a way of, you know, uh, making sure that these people can be rehabilitated.
2: But what your point and you said in the beginning of that was that this sort of goes against what we sort of gauge to be popular Korean opinion right now, right? Especially uh, with the initial case. And and certainly there are some some class issues involved with this, uh, gender issues involved with this, but also the idea that I guess the counter-argument could be, well, you have to cast a wide net and you have to make sure that that net doesn't have any holes for uh, the fish or the convicted people to fall through and Recidivism, even if it's one percent or a very small percentage, is unacceptable, especially I guess the increased sensitivity to to sexual related crimes, especially when we've had this outrage and and stuff dealing with children right
1: absolutely and and these uh, laws related to you know uh, uh, sexual offenders and so forth in Korea have been getting uh, have been getting strengthened for the past few years. Specific, specifically, because of that kind of political concerns, the uh, the laws that used to prohibit you know uh, the, the child uh, sex offenders from getting employment from certain places have been, now been expanded in the past few years to include all sex offenders, for example. And now Korea has a public you know sex offender registry where you can find out when, which is how this student was actually found out this case too. So the political uh, uh, inclination, if you will, has been to strengthen you know society's position against, you know, sex offenders in general in Korea so far.
2: Essentially err on the side of caution rather than, I suppose, be caught unaware where the government has already been under fire for, I suppose, lax um, regulations and, and punitive measures against these sort of uh, Criminals are people that are considered very, very poor, so there there seems to be sort of a better safe than sorry type
1: of Well, situation. to be frank with you, I don't think it's rather a caution, but I think it's more of a political expediency where, you know, there's a public outrage and it's an easy uh, easy political point to score, say that, hey, I'm tough on sex crimes.
2: Right, because I guess there's not a lot of people who say, that's
1: not a good thing to do. Right. I mean, Human rights for sex offenders right. make a very, very bad political slogan. Exactly.
2: Uh, now, Doctor Lee, on the flip side, uh, do you believe it is more important to consider one's right to feel safe for, for those who will be around this uh, sex offender in question if he or she is continue to work your study?
0: I think the reason the follow student of the ex convict got so uh, angry about his presence in the medical the school is I think uh, the, this, the, this, the fellow students do not trust this ex-convict so they believe that he might repeat the crime again and so yeah that's too bad for this ex-convict I mean he has surely he has a plan to pursue his medical the studies here but somehow the surroundings, his fellow students, at, at, do not like it, so he must have a very tough time. So I think if if personal, many instances in the universities, if we see these, in, uh, review these instances, uh, the what really the victim, in most cases, what really the victim wants the most is a deep apology. But in the first reaction of the predator is a denier. So it really angered the victim. So the it goes accelerated. So I think if he show, I mean, have ha, have ha have showed his deep apology to the victim, and he really shows his remorse, mm. then if that is known to the pe- fellow students, I mean, this anger will get de- decreased. But. I do not know about that Mm. part.
2: Yeah, and that's something I suppose is a little bit uh, ambiguous as to knowing that uh, feeling of contrition or at least saying, you know what? This happened. I was very much in the wrong. I completely regret that decision. It was a horrible thing to do. I deserve the punishment that came my way, and I feel very badly about it, but I would like a second chance. If the attitude was something more along the lines of, man, that girl was crazy. She didn't know what she was talking about. And um, we, um, we were sort of kind of uh, caught up in this media swarm. And maybe that attitude is not as well accepted. We're going to take a short break. We're going to continue this discussion on this controversy over this uh, student who's been found to be attending med school even after being convicted of a sexual crime. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.